We going live. It's season five. Uh-oh. What just happened? It was doing a thing. Y'all hear it? Oh, I wasn't listening. All right. Don't hit the record button. Just hit the hit that twice. And then hit mark. Yo, 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 what's good? This is your boy 2J. Yo, what's up? Wait a minute, it's your man Martel. Yo, it's your boy Wally B. The Beats for billions. How many billions? Just, I'm just curious. Use your imagination. <laughs> All of them. Fill in the blank. You know what I'm saying? And as usual this season, you know, how are we shining this week? Um, I'm D shining. I'm losing motivation. Um, so I need to pick myself up. Said, that boy said D shining pause. Yeah, I'm D shining. Um, yeah, I need to pick myself up. I'm losing motivation. So, but how are you shining? Since you're not shining in like a certain area, where are you shining? I'm shining on Madden. That's where I'm shining. Boy, at. if you don't get your, hey, go ahead and talk to the people. Yeah, for real though. Go and tell them what happened last time you hopped on the sticks, man. Now I'm gonna talk about the present. Your boy is rated in the top 10,000 nationwide on all platforms. Getting smacked. Getting clapping niggas. Pause. Pause. Yikes, granddad. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Martel? How you shining? Ah, uh, man, I'm shining by uh, persevering, man. Um, finding new projects, like new, new, coming out of one thing and entering into another thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, not allowing um, the completion of a thing to be the end of me completing things. You know what I'm saying? Like finding new challenges, moving forward. Okay. I got a job. Let's go. Yee, money, 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 money. Money. I keep forgetting we got like the abbreviated clap you gotta you gotta fix that for season yep. six uh, <laughs> put that on the list for the off season uh, yeah i already wrote yeah. that on the board gotcha good job all right would you like to share with the fans no all right keep it simple it's a job okay this is there for one purpose a paycheck and uh yeah that's it and i ain't even got mine yet Man, you know what? So I started a gig not too long ago too. And uh, you know, that that first couple weeks, you know what I'm saying, where you like thugging it out trying to get to that first regular check, mm -hmm. it's tough. It's tough cuz normally, you know, you be working, you be Ubering, or I be Ubering, you know what I'm saying, or something, and I don't get to do it. Yeah. And now I'm just waiting. Yeah, I don't, it's like, I don't, you know, it's like a month you got to wait. I don't really got to do that. You got to uh do a I got get paid every week. Oh, your job pay every week? Yeah. 
See, mine pay every two weeks, but like the first check, it was only for one week because it fell on a pay period weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it took a minute. Yeah. But once it once it came through, it's like, okay, cool. You know, I can catch up. But uh, new beginnings, it's always it's always cool to have a fresh start. Um, you kind of get to reinvent yourself in the workplace. You know what I'm saying? Or reaffirm who you already were in the workplace, just in a new environment. Depending upon, you know what I'm saying, how your last situation went. Uh so yeah. Cheers to new new beginnings, man. For sure. Congratulations. That's kind of what I'm on, man. Like, you know, this season has been heavily themed on, uh, or hinged on rather, like us having kind of off the cuff topics. You know what I'm saying? We just kind of talk about a subject, right? Uh next season. You got all, you got season six? Yeah, I got season six topics. Okay, so I don't know how we're going to do it next season. Um, but I've definitely enjoyed, like, the uh, the unexpected, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that what we do with all the previous seasons is dope, too. You know what I'm saying? That way, sure. you know, boys can show up with their facts and their stats. But I like, um, I like how this is flown. So, with that being said, and I know we're getting close to the end of season five, uh... I do want to kind of tap into, you know, the best way to go about closing chapters in your life and opening up new ones. What that looks like when it's appropriate to make those moves. Uh, what factors go into when it's, you know, the timing of it or what it looks like. Um, and I'm just kind of curious, just going around just over the past, however, whatever, whether it be work, whether it be a church, whether it be anything that you've been involved in, like, what does that look like when it's time to move? How do you know? Oh, well, I know when um, I'm no longer comfortable where I'm at. Mm-hmm. That's when, whether it be with myself or with other people or with a situation, job, whatever. I know it's time to move when I'm no longer comfortable in the space. How do you, because I, I feel that, but... It, even i feel like it's black men especially there's this like there's like this unspoken rule of like you know don't quit you know what i'm saying and sometimes i'm not sure when what's wrong with you you mark that for me <laughs> sometimes i don't know when it's appropriate to do that you know what i'm saying like when is it okay to be like you know i don't want to do this no more um uh, for example, like my old gig, looking back on it now, there's a lot of moments where I could have been like, I'm out based off of what I was comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? But you also go through this phase of, you know, doing what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And doing what it takes to make sure you put food on the table for your family. And so sometimes, a lot of the time, rather, in my old job i had a hard time navigating um balancing the importance of making sure i sustain a suitable lifestyle for my family um but then like trying to still find a way to be happy at the same time in a space where i don't feel comfortable and it took nine years you know what i'm saying for me to get up out of there but i don't know what life would have looked like if i had left much sooner i don't know what you know you just don't know yeah all right but that for me you know what i'm saying i will say like the opportunity that i think i'm supposed to have because um 
I do think the the I do think the opportunities that I'm falling into now are perfectly timed though. You know what I'm saying? Like I was really worried uh when I left the job because you know everybody, you know, especially in music, you hear people talk about or in business in general. People want to start their own business. Like sometimes you just gotta leap. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta jump. Yeah, you gotta take and, that first step. And, you know. You hear some people say, Don't quit your nine to five until your your outside business has done such and such and such. You know, everybody has their own flavor of Kool-Aid and doing what they do. But I will say, like, me leaving when I did, when I was trying to find opportunities after that, it was like, I mean, what is the job market now? What is this? You know, I didn't have a plan B. I knew I had a car, so I knew I could survive. You know what I'm saying? Right. But all the other opportunities that came before my current opportunity, like, it didn't fit or there was some something that happened. You know what I'm saying? It's like what was what was for me kind of popped up right on time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning not to be so afraid of that leap because it's scary, especially if you got a lot of kids and you got a lot of responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of people depending on you. But, you know, I think we spoke about it not too long ago. Uh, just not under, always understanding the difference between an obstacle and a dead end. You know, how to discern the difference. And uh, I think I'm still working on that. So when it comes to opening and closing chapters, sometimes it's hard for me to not only see, but be prepared to act on like the writings on the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. What about you too? Um, I would say you would know the chapters ending whenever uh, the intended purpose doesn't serve its purpose anymore. Like the intention, the um, initial thing, the idea, the uh, project, whatever the case may be, whenever it no longer serves its purpose, that's when you know you got to end that chapter and start a new chapter. I mean, but uh, when when does a job not serve its purpose no more? Like for example, um, let's say you so we're talking about a job per se. Um, let's say you started out at the job making let's say forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, right? But your lifestyle when you first started the job was maybe twenty eight thirty. 30,000 ish is all you needed to survive. So you had an extra surplus of $10,000. Right. So you stay at that job for five years and you don't get a raise at all. Not because your performance was crap, just because the company couldn't afford to give raises for five years, but your lifestyle and the inflation rates and all of that good shit, the economic factors of just being a human and having to exist in this nation. Um, you end up having to live in five years. Your, your cost of living now, it's 55,000, but you're still making 40,000. That initial purpose that you came in for was for the money and to get the skill sets and all of that good jazz. It served its purpose in the beginning, but now it's coming up short in that very same purpose. So what about a job that's like the opposite? You know, what if you step into like a high paying job? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's some, it's just something that you- Wasn't feeling. That like you, an that you, you wasn't. You, you doing it because it's something that's it's an opportunity presented to you not because it's something that you otherwise would do mm. you know what i'm saying like you know it's like you went to school to do i don't know uh to become a, a teacher you study education but then you fall into an opportunity that forces you to do uh you know door-to-door sales but an incredibly high commission you know what i'm saying it's like what do you do then when the money is there but the joy or the feeling the fulfillment isn't there you know so how do you know when it's time to move around do you 
always look for other opportunities or do you be still in what situation you're in until something is a door is open for you like what's the mm. what do you do how do you because there's a lot of people that have a lot of different skills man who um are incredibly capable but they may feel like their back is against the wall because this is the blessing i have right now i don't want to seem ungrateful for this opportunity i was given but this ain't really what i want in life so at what point is it okay at what point you know especially with they when they got responsibilities does it make sense to jump it might be cliche but if the risk is worth the reward yeah, when is it ever, though? you know like you got kids you know you you know if you leave this job to go do this other thing you take a pay cut you're gonna be gone more but this is what you want to do mm -hmm. is it worth it all right, I'm gonna take one of your old sayings. Okay. Away. Um, what was it? The grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where it's watered. Right. So you just stop watering one lot of grass to go and pursue water in another sense of grass. So now that grass becomes greener because you're putting your efforts, your resources, and your time and investment into that other lot of grass. That makes sense. I get it. Mm hmm. When was the last time y'all had to make that kind of a decision? Um, like to like the to being at that crossroad between what I want and what I need to do, and choosing what you want to do. I don't think I've ever really chosen what I want to do. What do you want to do? Um, now work. <laughs> Fuck. Right. Just being a, that, just being that, that's fair. Transparent. I I just don't want to. Um, I told my therapist this, and she gave me some bullshit ass answer. Uh, it was my couple's therapist, but she gave me some fuck ass answer that I wasn't feeling. I wasn't trying to hear that shit. And uh, I told her I was like, I just, I don't like people telling me what I can and can't do with my time. That's like my most valuable resource. It's the thing I value more than probably anything else in the world. Is my time and what I can do with it. Because time is finite. Every second, minute, hour, day we lose, we don't get back. Right. I can make a dollar tomorrow. I can get I could blow a band today and get a band back in a week. I'll get that money back. You know what I'm saying? I can't get back time. And um I was like, I just don't like the idea of people telling me what I can and can't do with my time. It's not that I don't like the job or working. It's, it's my time. And these people can dictate how I use it. Mm. You understand? And so um, I, don't I don't think I've ever just chosen what I really wanted to do, which is just what I want to do with my time. I think, the, I think the only time I did that, I got fired. And I was just like, I'm gonna just DoorDash until I find something else. But I was making so much money DoorDashing that it didn't make sense to go get another job. I was making way more money DoorDashing. You know what I'm saying? And and then and once DoorDash kind of fizzled out, I had to go back and get another job. You know what I'm saying? Kind of what he was saying, like when when it stopped serving its purpose. And it just so happened to line up with me not I just didn't want to DoorDash no more. What? You just tired of the hustle and bustle of it? Driving. Mm-hmm. People. Oh, you was getting you you was getting tired of people? Yeah. I already don't do well with people, so 
I thought it was way less of it though, because like when I dashed, there really wasn't much but interaction. You, I still got to deal with people on the road. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? My, my, and I was having this discussion with Miss Billions. I just have this low patience for people because a lot of people are entitled and stupid. And when I mean stupid, I mean they lack common sense. And so when you when you combine entitlement with a lack of common sense, what you get is somebody who feels like they deserve something that for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? So they when we talking about driving, they drive like that. Yeah. They drive like I own these roads. They not and then when if you were to hit the horn, they're gonna try to act like it was your fault. I just you know what I'm saying? Like if I cut somebody off and they roll up next to me and they mad, I'm like, yo, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, I ain't even see your ass. I almost hit a motorcyclist and I and I stay peeping for them. He rolled up next to me, he threw his hands on. I was like, yo. You know what I'm saying? Mark that. I was like, yo, my bad. I rolled down and I was like, my bad, bro. I'm sorry. I didn't. Like, he was in my blind spot. You know what I'm saying? And so I just don't I don't do people for real. Which is why I do warehouse jobs because i don't have to deal with people that just really just one person just my manager but i don't like that shit neither <laughs> well so i mean i know not working is ideal but do you have an ideal just what just making money in a way where i get to dictate my time that's it that's it respect doordash was that but i just got tired of the driving portion of it. you know what i'm saying but it, it hit the head on there. I could just dash. And when I didn't, when I needed to do something more that I felt was more important with my time, I could go do that. Yeah. I could stop immediately, go do that. And then if I want to come back, I can come back. I can come make it up. See, for me, with, with that, like getting up and actually going, go after it, uh, it becomes real easy to like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it later. That, that was me. You know what I'm saying? And I found like I did better just driving overnight because if I just leave the house at 10 p.m. and I tell myself you ain't coming back home till the sun come up, and then I just be out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It worked. But doing trying to just do it during the day during regular business hours, I've tried that. It'd be dry. It'd be too dry. You know what really? I'm saying? Hmm. But it, like unless you go at certain times. Like if you're getting people when they first getting up to go to work. Like if you're catching the people at 6 a.m., then yeah. you know you're gonna get some. Yeah. But if you wait till like nine. Oh, you fuck. You're not. It's it's, it's, it's it's nothing. It's people out there. It's people like me already up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had to learn all the little. Ah, 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 ah. But I, I found my little stride and it was cool. But to y'all's point, it, it definitely got to a point where I felt like, okay, this really ain't. It's not. It's not. It's like it. it's like I get to do it in my own time, but this requires a lot of time. Yeah. And it requires like a lot of gas. And, yeah you know what i'm saying like i looked at the mileage like the like i think i put in this i didn't even do it the whole year y'all like i didn't quit my gig until like half the year was over and i still put like i think 10 or twelve thousand. damn that's it on my car just yes. just with that's what's tracked with them yeah you know what i'm saying and combine that with everything else that i i do just on my day-to-day that's anytime you're putting over 20,000 miles on your car a year, that's kind of crazy, in yeah. my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, I put a, a fuck ton on mine when I was roadie, and yeah, it got to that point where when you're trying to play catch up 
with money and you know you got to get up at five six o'clock in the morning to catch home depot to catch dallas to get in a certain area to pick up certain packages or be available for certain shit to come around yeah that's when it was like mm, i gotta figure something else out because i can't keep chasing the next dollar because then i'm wasting so many different resources like you was equating to yeah um just to get to the next dollar and it ain't worth it no longer serving its purpose right do y'all have a particular purpose that y'all would say y'all are chasing not even necessarily to what it comes you know when it comes to like things that you used to provide for your family necessarily not to be a job but just in general mm. have y'all decided to discover like what you believe your purpose is i don't think so i don't think i'm still trying to figure that out for myself yeah what exactly my purpose is um professionally i can see it academically i mean it's coming to an end um personal no i just ain't thought about that one but i wanted my purple my personal purpose to be you done with school after this right yeah fingers crossed knock on wood is this because like now you you think like education has served its purpose in your life once you finish this like you this is what you're good like i'm done pursuing uh education at this point after the semester's over with fingers crossed um but no i wouldn't i can't i can't i can't say that it served its purpose um it did what it was supposed to do it aligned it put me in an alignment that's on course for certain career trajectories uh because i have certain credentials right but the the evolution of learning um constantly having to learn and stay up on the newest trends um hiring practices the legal register the legal uh regulations and stuff like that guidelines and stuff of that nature i'm gonna constantly always be in learn mode yeah so yes and no so it served its purpose in teaching you how to be a good student yeah like how to be prepared how to learn how to be a self-learner to a self-taught learner self you you know how to navigate material to yeah like you learn your learning style i would say that's one thing that it did serve it taught me my learning style so now i know if i'm trying to indulge myself into something new it has to be presented to me in a certain way otherwise i'm not going to be able to regurgitate the information that you're giving me what's your learning style i'm a visual learner Mm -hmm. So I need the visual aids. I need the PowerPoint slides. I need the the attention grabbers, the icebreakers. I need all of that because when I go to regurgitate it, I'm not going to be regurgitating just words on a page. I'm going to be regurgitating the apple with the, the image of an apple. So I say, oh, that's red. It's circular a little bit. Okay, that's an apple. Great. But if you told me, well, it was this, if you gave it to me the exact same way my answer to me, like if you said, oh, it was something circular and it's red, should I don't know a stop sign? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what my learning style is. I thought I knew. I thought I could just read it. And I can. But I like discussion. I'm the type. When, when we learn something, we talk about it. We break down the mechanics of it. That's when I learn the most. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's interesting. And I, as a restaurant manager, uh, you know, I would ask people in their interviews, What's your learning style? Because, you know, we got to train them. Mm-hmm. And most people say the same thing. It's crazy how many people say, I learned by doing it. Like, I just I just got to do it. And I'm like, 
I personally believe that you can develop different learning styles. I don't believe that everybody is innately, you are this learning style, you are this learning style, you are this learning style. Okay. I think if you allow yourself to be open to new ways of learning, you may realize that you can do a whole lot more than you you even realize you're capable of because these same people who telling me they they how what, what was it tactile learners is that, is, is that what do you call it when you learn by doing it? on jt on the job training hands just, on yeah it's like training. what is i thought there's like a word yeah that's it no there's like another word yeah mm -hmm. i i know what you said you know what I'm talking about? but uh i'll sit there and say okay so we're gonna do this we're gonna make this we're gonna do this recipe take this take this this much of this and you'll give them step-by-step -step instructions and i mess it up like and i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm tell you how to do it and show you and then review it with you then let you do it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and most of these people were not hands-on learners you know after if after so much repetition you can learn something but right. your primary learning style is not if i do it then i got it and i think a lot of people don't really know hmm. what their learning style is because i didn't See, i thought i did but my daughter's teacher tried to tell her her learning style and i i believe what i believe that you can learn however you want to yeah that's just what i think i don't think i don't i think when you put yourself into a specific learning style you box yourself in and then you might miss some stuff because you said it wasn't presented to you the best way that you learn yep. and i had to tell her that i was like don't let your teacher box you in like that you can learn however you decide you want to learn you just figure it out i agree and the more ways you can learn the more stuff you'll better learn. Exactly. exactly more opportunities you'll have to yourself so but some people will fight you on that man like no i learned this way and this way only and i and i can't knock it because i'm not you i mean like man it's, it's a lot of a lot of ways you can learn there's a lot of ways to deliver information and i'm even learning that now you know what i'm saying it with, with the rise of technology and how things are like the and because i was really confused for a while when my kids would come home with their like math assignments and they have to do it a certain way i'm over here like bro one plus one is two bro right you know what i'm saying like yeah why we gotta do these group together things but it's because they want to teach them not only the math the math is the easy part the calculator can do that it's understanding where to put the numbers and why the numbers have a relationship with each other that's what they're trying to teach them now which is a different way of learning than we were taught in my opinion because with us they give us a sheet of paper with a bunch of problems on it and we just go in and you got like you know you had like the whole list of the joint you get one minute the one minute mm -hmm. drill joints you know yeah. what i'm saying and i'm trying to be the first one to flip my paper over you know what i'm saying but now it's not like that like it's like a process it's like diagrams you got to do for like basic addition basic multiplication yeah. like it's completely different and uh even in the work environment the way that they're teaching people um uh, and delivering information to people is different like it's not about like literally i don't take notes which is weird because i'm a I, i've always felt like notes were good but notes you're only copying the textbook yeah when you take notes that doesn't necessarily mean that you memorize anything it just means you are a copy machine you know what i'm saying you know how to copy stuff right but when you can have a conversation about the information that you just took in because you're receiving it conversationally you, 
now it's a different type of learning experience and i tell you something that's interesting the best way to learn is to utilize all forms of learning man so if you get information you take the information and you write it down right then you read it and then the next thing you do is you teach it to somebody else and you'll retain the information faster i agree i agree as far as teaching it to someone else yeah um if you can explain what you've learned but i guess like there's a difference between memorization um it's like recall versus retention <laughs> like it, now they they want to teach kids it's how it's like about aptitude now it's like how can you quickly get to the information that's stored inside of your mind versus can you memorize a b c d e does that make sense like can you store and recall information by using tr mind tricks or like memorization tricks so that you can retain more this is how people do like i would imagine like people that win the spelling bee and stuff like national spelling bee like they find different ways to remember patterns almost like almost like getting direct giving directions but via landmarks instead of streets directions and streets yeah 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 because you you can have things that you like you associate with yeah. certain things yeah absolutely and i think it's cool like i think that creates thinkers versus what's six plus six class 12 you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like nobody necessarily actively thinking there is a thought process to compute that but you don't necessarily understand why these numbers are related in that way so that when i introduce some more complex um mathematical situation to you it's easier for you to understand that concept because you don't think about it in terms of this is a fact this is a fact there's more this is a concept and now we're combining this concept with this concept mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and i think that's a beautiful way of learning i did not understand it at first but it really opened my eyes to the possibilities of what we can do even as adults in our learning styles and the thing the ways we uh receive information i think you know because social media hasn't really changed a lot um we haven't had a lot of learning learn oriented activity within social media does yeah. that make sense yeah because it's very much one-dimensional it's upload video watch that video share video comment you know like, what i'm saying gotcha versus Maybe. you know now, like podcast is kind of different because it is focused towards certain things but even within the world of what we do there's pretty much only one way you know it's kind of a one lane one way yeah thing and so i think you know if social media is going to evolve in a way that's healthy for us it has to be something in that way like it has to be something that's gained does that make sense well there's different platforms that do that like linkedin they do linkedin learning so you can what's linkedin learning i don't uh, want to do a plug but i don't know what that is no trip um <clears throat> It's an online learning platform on this website called LinkedIn, where it is a professional networking website. Um, but they have like various different courses you can sign up for and take for free and receive certifications and stuff of that nature to help with your skill sets, gotcha. professional skill set. It's kind of like Coursera but yeah. for social media. And that's that's dope. That's where I think it should be going, which, you know, it's not going to be like that for. And I, I don't mean just for like professional things, but anything that you that that you're into you know right. what i'm saying people if you get on there because you like to cook you like looking up recipes i, I foresee there being a space 
in social media where you get to actively participate in that way mm. and actively learn things and be able to recall things and learn concepts about culinary arts. Okay. And the uh, same thing with music or with business or accounting. I just don't think we've gotten there because people like drama more. But once we've gotten our feel of destruction and separation through what we use social media for now and we wise up or, or our kids do it because they was raised with it, they, you know, I think I think the way they would want to use it will change as they mature. Um, us and people above us, we just it's all entertainment. You know what I'm saying? For sure. We don't really use it, use it, you know, but I think that's going to change. I'm excited to see what our baby's going to do. They are the future. What you think? Oh, you think uh, it's gonna stay the same? I think it's all trash. <laughs> Say that. I agree. You don't think you can get any better? I don't think people want better. Mm. I think they, you know, if if they if we wanted better, we would have already implemented it. The algorithm really projects the bullshit. Even if you're not looking for it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't listen to no Meg the Stallion shit or Cardi, none. Right. So, like, how I get a feed or reel on my Instagram for the beef? I ain't, I ain't search Cardi nothing. Hmm. But they just feed it, cause that's what they assume. That's what people want to see. That's what's gonna get clicks and likes and comments and you know that's what people want to talk. People don't want to talk about what we talk about, which is personal growth. That shit ain't interesting to people unless they trying to grow. And most niggas not. Let's keep it a buck. Most niggas don't want to grow. No, they want to be complacent, comfortable, and satiated right where they at. I think. Brother, stay in stack. I think to a point, I, I don't. Unless you, unless you are sitting in the financial bracket that you want to be in, because a lot of things is based off money. A lot of things is based off that dollar bill. If you got oh, those stop dollar bills, stop. stop the you don't cap. think so? I think a lot of shit is based off willpower. There and, it is. I give you that. And people lack willpower. They they lack the ability to fight. They they um they lack the ability to to. What's the word? Hold on. Vices. Not vices, but um negative habits. Shortcoming, oh. opportunity. Have, they lack the ability to fight the impulses. Oh, impulses, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And because people can't like I'll give you an example, not to target you, but just it's the easiest example because it's the most readily known example. Niggas is smoke. You know you smoking, you know it's killing you. It's an impulse. If niggas really wanted to change, they stop. But they don't. Why? Because they don't. Because <laughs> they don't want to stop. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Yeah. That's just me. That's just my perspective of it, though. No, that makes sense. Uh, I guess I'd be hoping that it's it's just money. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get once you get the bread that you want, you know what I'm saying? Then everything going. Yeah. That's not that's not true either. Because uh, it's niggas, not true. It's not true. But right. I, I guess I'd be hoping niggas yeah. that it's something that easy. Niggas you know what get saying? the money and still fall prey to the to the to the impulses. For sure. Yeah. Sometimes they make it worse. Getting to the money only solves one set of problems. It only solves one set of problems, and the other problems won't present themselves until you reach that realm of where you now have 
financial freedom. So now you start to worry about the other stuff that you didn't take care of to get to the money. Hopefully that wasn't hell. Man, I just want to try. I feel like I can maybe make money make me happy a little bit. I think it's possible. <laughs> just, I think so. I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm ready for my half a, half a billy. <sighs> Have right. like 500 mil? 500 mil, I'm good. Y'all ain't got to worry about me. I'll get y'all taxes. Y'all leave me alone for the next 50 years, man. Chilling. Where are you living at? I'm gonna live right here you for, live. for a little while. You tripping? I'm getting the fuck I'm out. Live, of here. I'm gonna live right here for a little while. If I'm sitting on that kind of money, I gotta make sure I gotta have things in place so that when I do go, I gotta I know everybody good. You know what I'm saying? All my affairs are in order. And I'm talking like important things. I'm talking like financial literacy things, like making sure anybody that wants to know anything about money, you know what I'm saying? I will pay you whatever you making at your job. Plus, I double that just so you can take six months to learn about how to make sure that your family is good financially forever you know what i'm saying that i would want to do stuff like that hmm. and then once i everybody i give everybody an opportunity because what i don't want is oh he know he ain't look out for nobody he's stingy like now i'm not just gonna hand you no money because you came and asked me but i will definitely put you in position you know what i'm saying i will definitely do that you know what i'm saying see but uh, what you talking about is is hoping people want to grow yeah well you're gonna have to want to grow if you want somebody to cheese you feel me somebody's guacamole you know what i'm saying, saying? I, I got you but i ain't gonna you can't I, you can't be foolish because you know i would i would be i would be devastated if i gave you a bunch of bread that you wouldn't hurt yourself with i agree you know what i'm saying like but that's what niggas want nah, that's we what can't, people we ain't doing that b that's what people want you know i laugh because everybody said um and this is just, this is just my perspective when they were like dinner with jay-z or 500 bands right and everybody was like i'm taking a 500 bands and i i understand 500,000 right now is amazing but have you most of y'all niggas don't know what to do with 500,000 and y'all would fuck it off because y'all don't have the mental discipline to to create with that you would do exactly what you think you wouldn't do right you, you know what i'm talking about like yeah. niggas can talk all the shit in the world on the internet i'm gonna i'm invested no you're not nigga you're gonna go buy that brand new dodge charger hellcat you're gonna throw some you're gonna go buy you you're gonna drip yourself out in gucci whatever you know what i'm saying and you're yeah. gonna go back to the block to flex with your niggas you're gonna go to the strip club you're gonna and then and in a year and a half that five hundred thousand gonna disappear because nigga inflation is real 500 racks you know what i'm saying and i just i'm not saying i lean in either direction but if if i know that i'm not financially literate enough to manage 500k i would only put myself in a suicidal mindset the day i lose all of it knowing i had all of it so you would take the dinner with jay-z i'm not saying i would do that either but if it was like a life or death option i'm definitely taking the dinner with hope uh i'll say younger me would have took the dinner with hope me now i take the 500 000. yeah i'm taking the bread <laughs> i'm taking the bread right I now i can say that more confidently now because i know how to handle money a lot differently but younger me would have fucked off yeah without a doubt to already know we was getting money 
the first thing I did with a fat ass chick was <laughs> went and brought a pair of 18 inch black gunmetal rims for the Kia Rio. Mm-hmm. Put dark ass tint on the car and yep. put thumpers in the back seat. Am I lying? Nope. Fucked it off, nigga. <laughs> hey, it's okay. You but it young. was a it was a great time, nigga. No, so, you did you did exactly what you supposed to do for Don't that care. season of your life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, a lot of niggas are in denial because they take in so much content that make them feel like they smarter than what they really are. Oh no! And then they, I'm gonna take the 500k. Shut the fuck up. You gonna take the 500k and shit that in the toilet? <laughs> like. Yeah. Me, even now that's it tell me i'm lying nah because as quick as money comes quick as money go um me personally it'd be easier to just say in my opinion it's easier to select the five hundred thousand because you can immediately start making moves like immediate with it um the lunch or the dinner the brunch whatever you want to call it with any powerful financial literate individual right that shit is priceless. Priceless, nigga. Because you can only take in as much as you can understand, though. True. You only need to understand one thing for it to be life changing. This is true. If you under, if you take one piece of information that you don't know, it is life changing information immediately, the moment you implement it. But then, how do you get the five hundred racks out of out of the information? That's up to you. To it's figure up, out. Yeah. See, That's man, up I to feel you like to I figure out. You'd rather have the money and figure out the conversation. I feel like I can get get the money and then I can figure out the conversation. I mean, I feel like that's fair. I'm, I wouldn't expect people, if somebody's handing you 500000 then yeah, take the five hundred k and wish for the best. Right. <laughs> but yeah. you know what I'm saying? If you, I've, I've watched, I watch a lot of successful people talk about how their time is the most important thing they have and they don't give it away for free. So if you get to sit down with a human being whose head and shoulders levels above you and is offering to hand you gems, you only need one. I 50 cents said it. He said, um, most people try to read, uh, what's that book? Robert green, the 48 laws of power. Right. They said most people try to read the 48 laws of power and memorize everything and remember everything. He said, I only took one thing from that book never outshine the master that's number one right it's the one he said it's the one thing i took from that book and it changed his life and you if you listen to 50 and how he talk about him you listen to 50 and how he talk about dre he lived by that he lived by don't outshine the master so which one would be his master both of them well, they both, in, in essence, you don't outshine, you're like the person above you. The person who came before you or something? Well, the person above you. The person with more power than you. <clears throat> because they can take your position away. Yeah. And you lose, you know, you lose power. Like, I would love to be like number two in charge of everything. Because I don't have the pressure of a target on my back as being the lead. Mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with as much as the accountability factor. Things don't go right, but my voice still matters. I'm still heard, and I can still contribute in a way that is focused. I don't have to, to deal really as much with the temptation of mm. the spotlight. You know what I'm I saying? Know. I don't know about that. 
I don't think so. Like, I think I do well. I think I'm just a, I'm a good teammate and it benefits me more and it benefits the growth and security of my position more if I can bring notoriety to whatever entity is above me. Yeah. And that's how you prove your value. I don't think as the head leader of something, you have as much of an opportunity to prove your value. I think, you know, you just kind of sit on the throne and things happen. You might give some delegation and stuff, but I just don't know. I feel like it's, it's way, it's lonely at the top. And everybody praying on you, praying for you to fall when you're on the top. Mm. I don't necessarily need that. You know what I'm saying? I don't require that. Yeah, I mess with it. I was telling Miss Williams the other day, I was like, I'm, I think I'm gonna just, and when we start recording, I'm gonna wear a mask. I'm gonna pull like a Kanye, Kanye West, like Kanye or Dead Mouse or. <laughs> you should get the dunce cap. I'm gonna get the dunce cap. Y'all never gonna know what I look like. Doing the dunce. I'm gonna get a dunce cap, and y'all never gonna see my face. That's what I was thinking about doing. That'll be dope. I was like, bro, I don't know if I really want niggas knowing who I am. <laughs> like when Dang. I really thought about it, yeah, I was like, I like this. I like giving information, trying to help people, but I don't really know if I want niggas just walking up to me. Mm. You might be a role model to somebody. That's yeah. cool. Let the persona be a role model. I don't know if I really want niggas walking up to me. I'll be a role model in a different way, but I don't want like you'll be a teledoc role model. You know, what I'm saying? I mean, like I'll be like YMCA role model, mm. but I don't yeah, want just randos walking up to me. And I don't trust people. Yeah, I don't think y'all really get it. I don't trust niggas. <laughs> so like. Random people walking up to me made me nervous. I can see that. It, it, especially if I'm not in my own city. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm somewhere I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, boys be getting wild out here. Martell, Martell, Martell. I was... <laughs> Shirt! You know right? <laughs> Bro, the odds of somebody getting hit is high if they just run up on me like that. You know what I'm saying? Even if they use it, your name? Bro, no. Like, not your actual name. Like... Your names they know you from. Oh. Like, like they be like, Wally B, Wally B, Wally B familiar. Bro, I'm too normal for that shit. Okay. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm way too normal for that. Like I'm just not I'm a I'm just not cut out for no shit like that. Like I don't know how niggas do it. Like just thinking about it, I was like, uh, I immediately start deleting all pictures of myself on Instagram. Ain't no pictures of me on Instagram no more. I created a, a logo for myself so I could take my picture, that's my profile picture off and put up the logo. Because hmm. I just don't want my face out. Right. I'm gonna pull a prince in this bitch and just be a symbol. Just be a symbol. <laughs> <laughs> right. your life, big dog. Yo. So what we, what we doing next week? Is next week gonna be the uh, recap? This is, uh this right here is number 10. It's 10. I mean, how many? Oh, this is 11. Yeah, next week is the last week. Dang, this season kind of came and went kind of quick. Yeah. yeah. I've enjoyed it, man. That's what's uh, up. It's been enjoyable. 2J on the ones and twos. You know what I'm talking about? You did good. Wally B got the got the beats coming. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Locked and loaded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to have your speakers burst out. Oh, you already know. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I've been practicing. All right. I can't wait to hit y'all with this. Uh, you smarter than that mixtape. We got we got five. Right, we got five beats for the album so far. So far, give my EP. Next is next is six. <laughs> I, I say after seven, say lucky number seven. You know what's funny is I'm I'm back on the topics on season seven. Season seven, my favorite number. Seven oh, yeah. is my favorite seven. number. Three is mine. All right, six would be me. Six is you. Sixteen. What? Yo, get away. Really? <laughs> but I like the number six. Like I like drawing. And it's sixteen. Oh, that's my say, birthday. Just say the number nine. Just say nine. No, it's sixteen, dog. Just say ninety-one. Huh? <laughs> six is six is real demonic, my nigga. Yeah. Really? I'm born on the sixteenth. Oh, where are you? Yeah, that's my birthday. It's on the sixteenth. Well, yeah. other month that I'm born in. Boy, yeah. Boys don't really get down with sixes like that in general, man. Six ain't really that number, dog. Not that. Really? Nah. I mean, um, live your life. I was trying to give you, you know, I was trying to say 91. I'm good. Flip it upside down every now and then. You know? I'm not superstitious. Nah, I got you. Like, I'll split poles. Shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not superstitious. superstitious either, but six is just not the number. Not it. Mm. Well, what about I got your six? Yeah, I got your back. Yeah. I get it. I got your back. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess this is in closing. Uh, <laughs> enjoyed y'all listening hopefully y'all enjoyed the episode um, and as always you know you smarter than that you smarter than that hey you smarter you know you smarter than that yo smarter than that yeah you know you smarter than that hey. you know you smarter than that you know you smarter than that you know you you know you you know you smarter than that. We gave you all of them sad. Kicked off some of them bags. You know you smarter than that. You know you smarter than that. You know you know you smarter than that. You know you smarter than that. Let's go.